It's great to see you. So what are your general thoughts here? We heard from the Fed. We got through that. We have a jobs report tomorrow. We're going to feature that later in the show. How are you feeling overall? You know, I still remain very constructive going forward. To me, the number one issue continues to be COVID, but every day the news gets better. So, for example, January 4th, most employers are going to have to have a mandatory vax policy. That's going to encourage the last few people to get vaxxed. We saw across the pond, Merck's new antiviral has been approved by UK authorities. It's just a matter of time before that's available here. And I think what is so critical is families can now get their 5 to 11-year-olds vaxxed with the Pfizer product. We just think what that's going be able to, families are going to be able to do with that, go on family trips, go to restaurants, all as a family. That's going to spur consumer spending. And I think that is the number one tailwind behind this whole market here. Ah, okay. So that is the uh, key, I guess. They called it the key to New York City by getting vaxxed. So Walgreens Booth Alliance is on your list as a pick there, David. Is that one of the reasons why? Absolutely. Now, they just had a solid earnings report. And of course, the number of visits to their stores is increasing dramatically. They were able to do more vaccinations within their store um, by a huge percentage versus what they had projected. But what I'd like going forward, of course, they're making strategic investment in Village MD, which is a group of uh, doctors, practitioners, and so forth. They're partnering with them. They're bringing other doctors ultimately in their store. So they're leveraging those physical presence. They're the number two, well, with CVS, uh, standalone pharmacies in the country. And as they bring more healthcare capabilities within those stores, I think they're going to get even more traffic, take advantage of that physical space. Meanwhile, while you're waiting, you're collecting close to a 4% dividend. The stock is trading about 10 times right. earnings. Over the long haul, Walgreens has been a winner, and I think it's going to take advantage of continued healthy healthcare spending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a good one there with Walgreens. We've been following the semis today very closely as NVIDIA new high, AMD new high, Corvo's pulling back. There's, uh, you know, we're watching a name like Qualcomm. You have Intel as a pick in your group. Tell us why you think Intel may be a winner here for a portfolio. Yeah, absolutely. So Intel just recently reported earnings and it was a very solid report, but the drop, the stock dropped 10%. Why? Because they laid out an aggressive plan to boost research and development spending. In fact, they're going to be spending more to develop newer chips and newer fabrication places than the other top four competitors, including Taiwan, including NVIDIA combined, right? And so often we criticize companies for their financial engineering to buff things up. Intel and its leadership, uh, the new man, Gessinger, has the confidence to say, no, we're going to double down on the investments because that's ultimately what drives growth. We're not going to be worrying about boosting the dividend and buying back shares. We're going to make a plan for the next five to 10 years. And I think based on prior history, uh, they'll be successful. Of course, they've got all the tools. They've got tremendous investments in, all, for example, autonomous driving uh, capabilities with uh, mobile eye. Uh, they're doing a lot of good stuff with artificial intelligence. And of course, they're going to be building two new fabrication centers right here in Arizona. We're seeing the increase in geopolitical tensions. We don't want to have everything done in Asia. And I think Intel is could be your number one semiconductor play over the next decade. Yeah. And then I saw you had Lockheed Martin, Discovery, Verizon, and some of your other picks. Verizon, a very tough chart for shareholders. Uh, six months, it's down about 13%. I love the defense, aerospace and defense story of Lockheed Martin. 
Um, tell me about some of these names here. Verizon, Lockheed Martin. Yeah, so Verizon is your number one wireless play, and they've invested more in 2021 in the so-called C spectrum, so that they're well positioned for 5G than all the other competition uh, combined. I think Verizon makes a lot of sense in terms of overall portfolio management. It has a very low correlation with the rest of the S&P 500. One reason, of course, is one of the rare high-quality companies that has like a 5% dividend. So when the market gets a little volatile, Verizon could be your 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 you're, you're rocking the storm and so forth. Uh, we all know that they have the highest customer loyalty, uh, the best wireless system. And, and now with the, the 5G rolling out with new generations of smartphones, not of course just from Apple, but also Samsung, also now from Google with their uh, Pixel 6, uh, we think Verizon's very well positioned. And of course, you're not buying at the highs. In fact, the stock isn't any higher than it was uh, 21 years ago in the dot-com bubble. So we think this is a way to catch dividend and take advantage of technology plays going forward.